All right, it is our iHeartRadio debut. Yay! Oh my god, we're so excited. (laughs) Uh, This is Richie Rich and Westifer talking about trending topics. Uh, We're two dudes living in West Hollywood, kind of giving our opinions about things. Mm -hmm. Uh, Over a glass of wine, of course. We have lots of them. Lots of wines and opinions. (laughs) Right. (laughs) We have a lot of both. So, let's get right to it. Obviously, something big, certainly out here, but definitely making the rounds on, on the news as well, is um, the Oscars and the supposed boycott of the Oscars. Yes. This week, Jada Pinkett Smith <laughs> had a moment. Uh, she had a moment. She did. Yeah. And hopefully, her last for a while. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, uh, Richie, Rich, I, I don't want to turn this into Ask a Black Guy, but since you're the only one room. here, um, did it kind of like really make you think for a second when someone like Jada Pinkett Smith, so clearly in their own little bubble, is <laughs> on Martin Luther King Day coming out and talking about you know I, this boycott or I don't know whatever she was trying to. Whatever moment she thought she was having, <laughs> um, and clearly in the perspective of your husband didn't get nominated for an award, certainly yeah. doesn't really speak to the struggle. Mm-hmm. How did you <laughs> react to that? In typical eye roll fashion, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I just, I, I just don't get it. I, it's not the first time this has happened. It's not the last time. It probably will happen. Um, I think it's very suspect that after all these years of people of color not being represented in film that this is the one year where her husband was in talks of being nominated and blah 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 that they decide to speak out when every single other year they've appeared on the red carpet right. and taking pictures well, with children and Because whatnot. he's been nominated before. Yes. So before it wasn't an issue apparently since he was getting his nomination but now that he's not being nominated I mean to me excluded. I would I would have been a lot more respectful of them had they boycotted them when he was nominated. <laughs> I think that would have made a bigger impact than like, yeah, I'm nominated for this, but yeah. there's such a lack of diversity in all these yeah. films that we're not going to show up. I think that would have spoke volumes more than Fisher, which would seem like kind of a bratty it, move. Yeah, well, it probably would have, except I did a little research, and the two years that Will Smith was nominated for an Oscar, both for Ali and The Pursuit of Happiness... He actually didn't get the award, but, you know, who did? Uh, Forrest Whitaker and Denzel Washington. Two black males. So, <laughs> probably wouldn't have, probably would have seemed odd to I guess. Um, but, I still think it would have made a bit more of an impact. Were they the only black, I, what, I didn't do enough research, by the way, <laughs> to find out if they were the only black people. <laughs> we had a lot way. going on this week. I was busy. <laughs> in Hollywood. I don't have an intern. <laughs> If you would like to enter for the Rich Rich and Westford show, please tweet us. Um, we'll pay you in wine. Yeah, we'll pay you in wine. Um, so I don't know if they were the only black nominees or if there were more. I would kind of doubt it because yeah. the Oscars are so white. I mean, yes. and they always kind of are so white. Not yes. that that makes it acceptable, but... Absolutely not. They probably were the only exactly. one most that year. <laughs> um, which then, you know, kind of leads us back to, to Jada obviously seeming very self-serving with this 
whole thing. They always are, though. That family, I'm just like... Yeah, uh, I think maybe just, like, sit down for a moment, let the bubble burst for a second, and... Um, yeah, realize that I don't think anyone invited Jada to the Oscars anyway. I, I mean, <laughs> she was like, she is kind of Will's plus exactly. one. Exactly. So absolutely. Um, um, so to take talking about people into an idea, then what do you feel? Again, not to make this an ask black guy, but no, do ahead. you feel as though there is an inclusiveness in Hollywood when you watch TV and movies? Do you feel underrepresented? Um, I'm feeling less so now, mm-hmm. I would say, um, especially with Shonda Rhimes bringing a bunch of different minorities mm-hmm. in with mainstream, you know, primetime television, which she's been doing for years now. I think it's amazing. Yeah. And her herself being a black woman mm-hmm. um, and not being the typical, you know, let's be funny, ghetto black people using Ebonics and whatnot, but actually having strong characters right. that know their shit. I think that's awesome. Um, when I was growing up, absolutely I did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, um, I just, and me growing up, I just feel things are, even with the Oscar thing, I think it's less of a racist thing than an outdated, let's see what's going to sell to the public situation. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. I can any see sense. that. No, I, I, I can see that. We actually, on our last... Uh, podcast, we kind of talked about how the Academy votes for these things. It's not like they get everyone in a room and yeah. whatever. Everyone basically puts in their nomination. So, yeah, it certainly it, it is something I to, to think about when your you know peers are not maybe recognizing you mm-hmm. in the way that you would hope to be recognized. Although certainly not everyone just wins an Oscar yeah, right away exactly. either. You know, <laughs> and Will Smith certainly wasn't making those kind of elevated movies. Maybe up until, uh, you know, Ali or, you know, all that. So, um, they would just give them away. But it would certainly make sense to, you know, poke poke the stick a little, poke the stick a little bit and and make people, you know, realize that there were some great performances. Although I heard, the the one that people keep talking about is The Beast of No Nation. Yes. And I heard that that is more political in that because that was released in theaters and on Netflix, the studios are so against Netflix, like disturbing their movie, you know, domination, that they, that basically like the, the Academy would never nominates a Netflix movie yeah. just because the studios would be pissed. Yeah. I think so, that's also another sign of the times. It's just a lot of old thinking and that's mm-hmm. just kind of how things are now. You know? Yeah. A lot of actors would be out of work if it weren't for Netflix and things that are and online Hulu, now. You know? And like even people, YouTube. Yeah, people are busy. I mean, yeah. Justin freaking Bieber, as much as I can't stand him, um, <laughs> got famous off of YouTube <laughs> and so did a ton of other people. So that's just kind of People need to give it the time and realize that that's what it is. People don't like change, but right. it's going to happen. And it has happened over and over and over again in various different platforms throughout the last... Yeah. How well, long? and I don't think people realize this, but when you talk about ratings, like the, the Nielsen ratings, those are not really by any stretch accurate. Because no. Because the, the, the way that they... They don't record what you watch on TV. I mean, how freaky would that be if everything you watch was like... <laughs> Recorded into you know this database, so they basically they have certain you know quote unquote Nielsen families that they 
uh, basically utilize that data to create these ratings from. Yes. As to where when you go online, if a million people watch that video, a million people, people have, have watched, watched that, that video. video. <laughs> or, you know, it's That's been watched a million times or, or whatever. Maybe someone watched it five times. But still, yeah. you're, you're getting an accurate count of... So it's, very, it's different online. You actually have a much more pinpointed yeah your audience you absolutely do and what they want to see mm -hmm. so what do you think hollywood could do i mean i look at hollywood and I, the movies i like you know like i uh, of course you know love star wars star wars had uh, a female lead two people of color and the male leads that there was one you know, old white guy, but it was Harrison Ford. And so. he's kind of a legacy in the series. Oh, I mean, you know, like, <laughs> that, that's, that's, that doesn't, that doesn't count as the, the white hetero narrative. Yes. That, that's just a cool, a cool guy right there. Uh, and then you had Leia, so you had another female. So, yeah. I, you know, that, I love that diversity. It's not something that I feel like, uh, I'm, I'm aware of it, yeah. you know, but I don't feel like it's being forced at me, I mean, Star Wars has always been pretty diverse. They have aliens, and yeah. Leia was a major character mm -hmm. in the first series. So, Lando Calrissian was a you know major player in a, as well. So they've always had, I think, a yeah. diversity going there. I see signs around town for um, Ride Along Two. I like the first yes. Ride Along. I certainly wasn't you know thinking the whole time. Gosh, I just wish these guys were white so I could connect with them. You know, I. <laughs> I totally connected with them. That I should have got an Oscar. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, that's another thing. Is uh, so like a lot of movies that you know probably I like and a lot of audiences like. Um, they're not going to be Oscar nominated. You're probably yeah. not going to get anything for the ride along or the Star Wars exactly. or the action movies or the superhero movies. Um, but I do see a little more mm -hmm. of a, I guess, mixture of people yes. in those. Well, yeah, the superhero movie is still predominantly white. Like, yeah, which really I think white. should be changing despite what the fanboys and whatnot think. Um, yeah. But but didn't they just mix that up, though? Didn't they cast... Oh, God, I'm drawing a blank right now. The Fantastic Four? Yes, there we go. Yeah, yeah Michael B. Jordan. I mean, that yeah. movie was horrible. And, and yeah, it bombed. But, not but, you know, but see, they're trying, yeah, damn it. it wasn't, they tried, someone tried something. Yeah. And look how you guys feed it. I know. It wasn't because of you, <laughs> Michael B. Jordan. Don't don't worry your little head about it. But You're um, so awesome. Yeah. So, um, people I didn't really like that. And I do think that so to some people that feels like forced. Uh, inclusion. Where yeah. I feel like I didn't think it was. I thought it was yeah. kind of a surprise. Like this is this. But I also, I'm also, I'm, and I love DC superheroes. I do, but yeah. I, I'm never a Fantastic Four. It's just not no. something that catches no. my eye, and I want to go see ever. Yeah, I think clearly everyone else feels that way, right? <laughs> so that didn't that didn't work. Yeah, but I see in other places, certainly in comedy, certainly in action movies, certainly in, in places like that where um, you know I see I see it. Um, but I also feel like if if people were like I've heard, for example, that um, and it's someone else who's probably not going to be nominated, Tyler Perry, yes. who's made a bazillion movies, yes. um, and I've actually heard that he um, really encourages having people of color behind the camera as well, whether it's he producers, does. writers. Yes, I know a whatever. friend that actually has worked with him, and that's absolutely true. Mm -hmm. Yes, he does, um, which I think is great. Um, I yeah, also, I mean, what if you're gonna if you're gonna talk the talk, then 
Yeah, you kind of have to like to walk a walk. Um, <laughs> exactly. But I will say, uh, but even blockbuster superhero films um, are starting to kind of get there. I mean, you know, obviously there's X Men that has a completely multicultural cast. Yes. Um, also, um, Black Panther is about to be a huge debut, and I believe a Captain America film coming mm-hmm. out. I get them all confused because yeah. there's so many Marvel films. Oh, I know. There are two um, But and everyone's f- losing their shit over that, and that's a huge black superhero. So I yeah. think that's awesome to have happening. Well, the X-Men um, were always supposed to be the superhero's answer to civil rights. Yes, basically. exactly. They always battled with you know, the perception of mutants and really striking... All the same chords with yes. the civil rights, so that that's uh, a huge franchise. And I think a very a good yeah. metaphor. For yeah, I think everyone can kind of connect to it, whether yeah. it be it race, sexual orientation, or just not feeling included, which I think is great. But um, yeah, I think there are plenty of films out there that do have diverse characters. I don't think that every film needs to have yeah. everyone in well, there. No, though, but either. there certainly could be more. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. But I'm curious about like a number. You know, like what? What would the number be? I don't think there you is know, any because when you, you also think about it, I mean, obviously, like, yeah, there are just a lot of white people. You know, we're yeah. like we're like sixty percent of the population. Yeah. So you know, like, also, like, why are there not a bunch of all Hispanic movies or a bunch sure. of all Asian movies or you know, Middle Easterns are very right. extremely underrepresented in the yeah. You're right. I was trying to think. Um, I was trying to think of. Uh, TV shows or actors or actresses that were I could only come up with telenovela that Eva Longoria shows. yes there might be more shows that are yeah but I think Sophia's on Modern Family but that's still pretty much white driven but that's right. kind of everywhere right. there but um yeah I mean like there are plenty of other races that are underrepresented in yeah. Hollywood yeah well Jennifer Lopez just came out with that new show yeah. too but she's I think, but that's Jennifer but it's her and like <laughs> Ray Liotta you know it's not yeah. her and exactly well, a I, bunch I, of other Latinos it'd be hard I, I couldn't even probably tell you a lot of I'd have to think about like a Latino guy that could pair her up with um Benjamin Bratt yeah yeah yeah, so, yeah <laughs> there could be some, there could definitely be more representation yes, absolutely all, all around mm. but I think it's equally hard for everyone to break it in is. if you don't have the parts you can't be yeah. cast in them of course yeah. but I feel like maybe casting directors are a little more open to that mm-hmm. now at least we've seen that a little bit I hope so I think also again it happens with change and growth and yeah. so years go by people get filtered out or unfortunately start to you know, leave. Um, yeah. One way or another. Um, and things slowly start to change. Could they be faster? Yes. Yeah. Am I that offended? I'm honestly not. And I know that sounds horrible to some people out there because I am a black male. But I also am a black male living in very white West Hollywood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm just used to it. Not, I don't think it makes anything any better, but I also see the other side of it, I guess you can say. Yeah. So I'm not that heavily black and white, no pun intended, about the situation. Yeah. We're kind of, I think we've all kind of seen how the machine works here in this city. And not all the time is it exactly what it looks like. No. And the machine, yeah, and the machine follows the money. So if the shows that feature, you know, people of color, what very few of them there are, but if those do well and people really support them and they're behind them and they have a big fan base, 
then that's, yeah. you know. So. Plus, America has a lot just to say in general. About, I mean, because what if things did even out as far as a racial thing goes along? Then it'll be size, and why is everyone so thin? Why is it, <laughs> I mean, yeah, and I'm not saying that that's going to happen, or but people like something to pinpoint and notice about something else to reveal a flaw and kind of latch onto that. Yeah. Again, not to make light of the situation, because I do think that there could be a lot more people of color and you know various backgrounds on television, but people are always yeah. going to have something to say about something. Right. Well, and I think it's, you know, from my perspective, obviously, being the token white boy, I, you know, it's, <laughs> there are, you know, the white lies. Like, oh, there is diversity. Oh, there is inclusion. Oh, I, I've never experienced racism. That's just untrue. I've seen racism yes. in action. <laughs> I've definitely felt... Uh, certainly living in LA, you know, it's very possible to feel, uh, like, uh, you're in the wrong room, white boy, Mm, you know, um, so I've certainly, you know, felt that and it exists and it's a thing and it has been such a huge social issue, especially this past few years when you talk about on a much more serious note than just movies and Hollywood and things like that, but, um, people who are being shot in the street because they are perceived as being a threat. Yes. Now, that is a situation that I think that people should be speaking on. Let's just be real. The Oscars are a fucking award show. Yeah. And it's a total vanity situation. Yes, it's Hollywood. Yes, that is an industry that creates millionaires and makes people be visible. It is a job industry. However... (laughs) It's a very, very small percentage that are even affected by that. So, yeah. Jada, if you want and to speak I, out on anything at all and make all these press releases and whatnot, speak on something that actually reflects to everyone, because not everyone gives a shit about the Oscars. No. And I also, just to kind of go in on Jada and Will a little bit, <laughs> I've definitely heard um, through multiple sources that back in the day when Fresh Prince of Bel-Air was big on TV... All of the actors wanted to get together like the Friends did and kind of form a pact and say, okay, we're going to negotiate our contracts all together as one so we all are not competing against each other. We all get good lines. We all get good stories. We all get good money. And And King of the Castle was perfectly fine. (laughs) Yeah, Will Smith was like, no, y'all money is y'all money. My money is my money. And Your money is your money. And whatever you're getting, you can deal with it. Yeah, and basically... Did not really form this kind of yeah. uh, partnership with um, the, sh- the show. Which you would think if, you know, you want to start a whole movement where we're boycotting the Oscars because you didn't get nominated for one, maybe you should actually consider yeah. reaching out to the people even right in your own situation. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> helping think, them out. I think Danny Hubert slash right? on this said it the best, like... How are you going to boycott an industry that has made you millions and millions of dollars yeah. over the years <laughs> just because you didn't get nominated for something that you did? It's, yeah. It's all kind of high school to me. Like, it I, is. I especially since King, he's been, so I'm not yeah, going to go to the prom. Nah, especially since we nominated before. Especially <laughs> exactly. since, like I said, he, like, he lost out to Denzel and, and Forrest Whitaker. So it's kind of like, eh. Yeah. You know, you're, you're, you're not nominated this year. Keep making good movies and... Stop throwing fits and grow up. Yeah, and if you want, and like turn it into a bigger thing. You know, like I said, there are people out there who are, you know, really encouraging people of color to not only get on camera, but to get behind the camera. Yeah. To get into the industry and make money off the industry. You know, do something that encourages people to get involved and to do 
something bigger. Um, which actually kind of takes me onto our next topic, um, doing something bigger, and it actually is about someone in Hollywood. Jamie Foxx um, saved a man from a burning truck. Which is amazing. Week. Yeah. <laughs> and now he's, uh, you said he's a fellow Texan, right? He is. He's, yeah. he's from Terrell, Texas. I'm from Tyler, Texas. Um, yeah, and apparently there's this truck on fire on its side. Mm-hmm. Windows up. Yeah, crashed in front of his house. Yeah, and apparently um, he called 911 and then went outside and with the help of the um, paramedics got the guy out. Yeah, but but the, actually jumped in like the car. Jumped in While the actual car and pulled this man out. Yeah. Um, and the gentleman's, um, there's a picture floating around the internet of the gentleman's father hugging him and just saying, mm-hmm. I don't care who you are, you know what walk of life you come from, it's just amazing that someone would do that, which I thought was crazy that people were actually driving by this yeah, and not doing anything. Not that, I mean, people drive by things all the time, but... They do. I think that if there's a car turned over and there's a fire, and, a fire. and I was driving by, I think I would at least pull over yeah, and get in the phone immediately. I, do I think I would have hopped in, into the truck and whatnot? Right. I don't know if I would do that. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking that too. I was like, just why have you just rolled by and called 911? You know, like, oh, by the way, right, yeah. there's a car fire. I mean, however, I don't know if there's any because video footage did, or not. Because if, if everyone was... does stop, the response team can't get there. Yeah, exactly. So you do have to get at yes. least out of the way. Yeah. But... I think that if there's a small fire or something, yeah. I don't know how engulfed in planes the truck was. I don't think there's any pictures or video yet. I don't believe. Right. Have you seen any? I haven't seen any video. Um, okay. No, but I if basically it was heard small that. enough, I could actually see my adrenaline rushing to me trying yeah. to get someone out of there. That I can see myself doing. Um, if the whole thing was in place, I don't. I doubt it was because I don't think he. I had he heard that it was he. Could, it was like the back was on fire or something was on fire, but it wasn't until they got out of the car that. Everything. everything. Okay, the that. So it was kind of like a more, it was almost like that dramatic sense. movie moment yes. where they pull you out of the car and, and then suddenly all the, whoosh, whoosh, the whole <laughs> thing goes up. So um, yeah, that's definitely incredible. Um, I've heard uh, actually a lot of good things about Jamie Fox in Hollywood. I've heard a few attitude stories too, but mm. Lord knows I'd have some attitude if I was a. I'm sorry, millionaire celebrity. I I'm a thousandaire bartender <laughs> in West Hollywood. Everyone has their attitude moments, whether you are the receptionist, yeah. the librarian, yeah. the firefighter, or the movie star. Everyone has their bad days, and everyone can say, hey, that guy's a dick, or hey, that girl's a bitch, yeah. whatever. We all have our days, but in and the people end, can misread you. Yeah. So I think that the more, if you've heard more good things versus bad things about someone, especially in Hollywood, I'd go with the good things. Well, clearly in this situation, he not only did the right thing, but I think I think went well above and beyond. Oh, absolutely. And, um, and, and really saved probably saved someone's life. Yeah. And um, it led me to well, a question. Have you ever had a hero moment? Like, have you ever saved someone or someone ever saved you? Or have you ever seen something um, like that go down? I have tried to help someone before, actually. Um, it was a dispute on the sidewalk, actually, and some guy happened to, like, sock a girl. Oh my god. Yeah, and I kind of intervened. So he like hit her. Yeah, and I was extremely pissed off because I had no tolerance for any man putting his hands on a female, um, or anyone in general. I don't believe in physical violence at all unless it's yeah. absolutely necessary for self-defense. But um, 
I kind of stepped my way in there and kind of fought him off, made sure she was okay. Um, so that was that was actually probably about it. Besides that, I've been saved actually last year mm-hmm. um, from an acquaintance and a friend of a friend. I was actually roofied. <laughs> that was fun. Oh my god. Um, yeah, and was found on the street by Chase Bank with my bank card in my hand, foaming from the mouth. And luckily, I guess people were walking by and just oh like my looking god, like, just walking by. Probably assuming that I was really drunk and right, just knocked right. out. Right, or like, oh, I don't want to get yeah. involved. He's probably on drugs. Yeah, or... but um, which is really scary actually because I mean, it like, is. I see, I get it because you're all drunk having a good time. And you probably just assume someone, but I mean, like, someone laying on the ground foaming with the mouth, I would at least call nine one one. Yeah, if not to personally. Well, that's involved. the problem with a city like LA. It is, is if you've kind of. I don't want to say fallen for that before. Yes. If you've ever been in a situation before where you think you're helping someone and it just turns out to be like uh, someone who's a complete mess yeah, exactly. or someone who's clearly mentally deranged yes. or someone who, <laughs> you know, is on drugs or whatever it is and you end up, you know, basically babysitting some complete stranger or potentially putting yourself into a yes. um, harmful, situation. harmful situation, which is obviously not a very smart thing to do. So it's hard to... Yeah, you can't really... Yeah, no, I get it. Gap, but yes. yeah, I think at least alerting someone to it. Yeah, that means at least know. do that, especially since here, if anyone isn't from here, we're across the street from a sheriff's station. Yeah, <laughs> literally across from yeah, all they the clubs and bars. Right they can over. walk there and check on something. Um, yeah, luckily he was there and took me home, and I didn't find out till the next day. The next morning, I woke up feeling a little weird, but went to work anyways, and I got all these text messages asking me what I was doing and where I was at, and my roommate was like, what happened last night? The living room was completely destroyed, oh God. and you were knocked out on the couch, and I was like, excuse rampage. me? Yeah, and yeah, I went, wow. left work, went to the doctor, and found out that I had like a, a bunch of Xanax in my system. Oh my gosh. So which someone had I like crushed that up and put it in your Yeah, brain? and I already... We figured out who it was already. Oh um, my gosh. Pretty much. But yeah, so that was a little scary. Especially <laughs> anyone, if they know me, knows I can handle my alcohol. Wow. Pretty well. But um, yeah, what about you? Have you helped you anyone? You know, I was roofied helped? one time. Uh, I was roofied one time, and uh, I really ended up, like, in the very back of the club, there was kind of like a booth, you know, mm-hmm. like a seat where you could, and I laid down back there. And I'm someone who's usually very, very in control. I don't really get messy. And even if I have, like, had kind of a lot to drink or something, I'm still not, like, you know, dancing on the bar. Exactly. taking my pants off, you know. I'm usually just, like, quietly amused, you know. Or, like, talking (laughs) shit or something, you know what I mean? Or, like, dancing. Um, But... All of my friends were, like, literally, like, they would kind of check in on me, and they'd be like, oh, okay, we're going to go dance now. Of course. And they just <laughs> had zero, because I could barely, I know I could barely speak yeah. and barely move, because I remember thinking to myself, if someone tries to take my wallet, or if someone tries to, like, do something weird, oh, wow. I can I maybe kick them. And I remember, like, literally, like... <laughs> I know you can't see me because it's a podcast, but literally, like, and kick. Oh, wow. Like, it was literally, like, I could tell. I could tell that my own foot had, like, gone retarded. So, uh, I knew that if someone had tried something, I probably...
probably couldn't have def- like defended myself. Yeah. And I know that I wasn't really making a lot of sense when they talked to me. There's mm-hmm. no way that I was making sense because yeah. I could barely understand myself in the state that I was in. So, wow, so that's scary. they just kind of left me. And um, oh. suffice it to say, I don't really hang out. That's good. I'm about to say, I'm like, I hope you're not in association with these I'm people anymore. anymore. No, so God. I kind of had to be my own hero that night. I'm trying to think if I have any other hero stories, but that was the only one I could think of where I was like, <laughs> I really needed someone to help me. <laughs> and no one was and there. And no one even, you know, yeah, no one even cared. Aww. No one even cared. I so, wasn't there that night, yeah. by the way. Or you would have totally taken care <laughs> of it. I them. absolutely would have. Yeah. All right. Well, we have a minute and thirty minute seconds left, so um, we kind of have to wrap it up. Yes. Is there anything quick that you want to throw in on our way out? I think I said as much as I need to say about this whole Hollywood situation. Yeah. Um, that's been pretty much the majority of the podcast. And we weren't even as mean to Jada as I thought we were going to be. No, I, mean, I, I I actually thought we were going to really go in a little I, bit more. Because she does deserve it. I absolutely um, like, think that the whole family much, deserved but, it. Minus the children for their children. Um, but, but that's okay. We were nice. That's all right. And I felt yes. like we took uh, we took it to more of an idea stage. And we, we uh, made it a little more than just about talking about talking shit about someone exactly so, um although if you'd love to uh talk shit about her we'd love to hear from you yes. and also your thoughts on anything that we talked about tonight so you can tweet us at richie rich shit 909 <laughs> and <laughs> i'm Twitter. yeah and i'm westifer uh you can also uh i'm a celebrity trainer out here so if you want to sign up for my free newsletter you can go to westferguson.com and sign up there it's a free newsletter that goes out every month it'll actually be going out tomorrow so sign up for it and we'll see you back here next week yep every saturday night so far all right thanks for listening And we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.